welcome to episode 64 of the HSO Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology-related matters and much more beside. I'm your host, Michael Lonnan, and in this episode, I sailed across the channel to the beautiful Isle of Wight for a chat with Transformation Manager David Martin. I wanted to find out why data and its management is a critical part of delivering proactive services and positive citizen experiences. So grab a brew, sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Tea or coffee? Coffee. How do you have it? Black. How many do you have a day? Oh, too many. Um, six or seven. <laughs> N- never after lunchtime, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sun or snow? Sun. Train or plane? Train. Share a good idea or keep it to yourself? Oh, share a good idea. Good lad. That's exactly what I'd like to hear. Now, you yourselves, Isle of Wight Council, have just gone through a data maturity assessment. I really just want to find out for you, David, why do you think that data is important? We need to realise the value of our data more. And um, we need to, we, we all know how much data we have in a local authority. It's just absolutely enormous. We do so, we deliver so many services, but we need to really get to grips with how each service influences the performance of other services. Everything can be done in in silos. I think with dwindling resources as ever and higher demand for services, particularly around the social care agenda, we have a rapidly aging population on the Isle of Wight. We need to start evidencing some of the things that we implicitly know or expect and actually make them explicit and, and undeniable. It, how big a problem is data silos? Um, it's a significant problem because we, by not really comparing data from one service to another, we're not making, I think, resource decisions perhaps with, okay. with the amount of evidence that we should be using. Um, and that goes for all decisions, really. If we're not looking at the data, not just about the particular service that might be affected or involved in the decision, but those on the fringes of it, or even those that are seemingly unconnected Um, we're not looking at the whole picture it's the whole insights driven data driving insight absolutely yeah 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 very much about insights and you know and whether that be about starting to um provide more predictive analysis about how our performance may improve or suffer moving forward and from a more external view looking at the the needs of our residents and protecting those over time is very much there's very much a uh, desire here to stop just looking retrospectively at data what happened last month what happened last week to progress to the point where we can look at what's happening now you know so we've made advancements there and then obviously the next step trying to work out what's going to happen i guess the whole trying to understand <clears throat> the explicit nature of why you're doing things is part of the reason why what prompted you to undertake the data maturity assessment to just try and get a bit of a, a handle on where things are how they're yeah. using how they integrate and so on and how do you think then you're going to use the kind of insight that you've you've put together at the moment how will that change things for the better do you think it should allow us to provide or commission the services that our residents actually need ahead of when they need and have them ready for when they need them um, and in the right places as well so there's the g this is geo element to it as well although we are an island and we we're kind of enclosed as i said earlier we've we've got an aging population and mobility is an issue public transport is fairly thin on the ground in rural areas here 
we want to make sure that we're providing the right services and in the right places and that the people at the moment who can't access services we can identify the clusters they're in and the, the particular locations where they're at just out of interest do you think that the value of data is well understood almost from a cultural aspect within the Isle of Wight Council? Or do you think it's this is this is part of an education as much as oh, it is ab anything? Absolutely, it is, it is a part of, um, it's a huge learning journey as well. I, you know, and part of what we have to do is that professional development, not just for the sort of people working on data and producing reports and producing analysis, but also those consuming it. So our directors yeah. and our senior managers, what's the most important data that they need regularly and move from a position where they're just provided with everything in great detail and rather than in almost an scalable thing about seeing the important stuff at a high level and being able to drill down based on curiosity or some sort of indicator that tells them they need to and give them access to it from one place. And the same for our elected members as well. So whether they are a cabinet member that has, has a particular remit to provide them information all in one place or for their ward duties to be able to see all that the information disaggregated to a ward level bring it all together in one place the sources obviously are still going to be all over the place but you know provide provide links so that people can access it all from the same place there's always going to be a challenge isn't it trying to bring everything all, all the sources all together i mean getting the information from each of them into one place is one thing yeah. actually combining sources is nigh on impossible yeah and it's really about learning and having people accept that as a principle yeah. you know that we're going to share data and we're going to bring data together for particular consumers of it because effectively as a, uh, an intelligence team those consumers are our customers so we have to listen to what they want you know if we if we try and go ahead on a journey and just tell them what they want chances are we'll get that wrong customer is always right <laughs> you can only try though david yeah how far are you on this journey we are so we're very early. We, we've had a data maturity assessment completed, which has provided us with what I think are some excellent recommendations and probably what we would have expected. And you know, and had our team conducted the assessment internally, we feel we would have come up with something similar, not exactly the same. But we felt that the independent view of what was going on here was important for the for the credibility of an assessment. Otherwise, it's just a, a corporate team telling everyone what they're doing wrong again, and you know, and they tend to shun that to one side. So that's really important. So we will take those recommendations. We will look at the principles we feel we want to follow, and then we will probably initiate maybe four or five projects that will drive us down to those, which would make us implement those recommendations and we will do it by the principles we're setting ourselves and the principles are around sharing data and also around to an extent pooling the data analysis resource within the council. We won't, we almost certainly won't move to a changed organisational structure where we put all analysts in one department that that has been attempted down here on the Isle of Wight a couple of times before and I'm not going to be the next person that puts their name on a paper <laughs> suggesting it. <laughs> so it's going to be softly, softly and you know uh, we, we have an analyst network so what because with Agile working what I will probably recommend is that a couple of days a month we just co-locate all the council's analysts on one floor of the building. Don't necessarily have to be working together but, but we'll be listening into each other and having informal chats so informally in, in terms of that that's that's another principle really and the other principle really is that we want to be able to tie as many things to location 
So you've got a plan. Uh, you're early. In, you're early in the journey. You've got some ideas yeah. about how you're going to take this forward. But I mean, this is just this is such an obvious thing to say. But the only reason, the only purpose, the the real value out of managing data and improving your insight and, and bringing it all into one place is so that, as you've said before, you can provide more proactive services to to the people that you're you're yeah. you're working with on the island and and support them in the best way that they can to live well, I guess their best lives. Yeah, we can provide an analyst service rather than a reporting service. I think that's that's an important distinction. We, we have a number of people whose role it is to provide an awful lot of retrospective reporting, and we want to move to a point where we can automate as much as that's possible. And then their time and then their personal development of those people was more into analysis than, than just you know retrospective reporting. What do you think is going to be your biggest challenge in in trying to change not the mentality, but the ability to get value from data. Our biggest challenge, it's not selling it's not selling the principles of the idea because put in the right way, everyone thinks it is a great idea because yeah. you're offering you're offering them an improved service. Yeah. No one's ever going to have a problem with that. That the difficulty is going to be in effect the seed resource. As a central team here, we are quite small we're called the Organisational Intelligence Unit, and that covers gamut of things that don't get picked up anywhere else. So performance management, corporately risk management, project and program management, uh, and business analysis. So we're well, a small team, small team, and office moves and stuff as well. That, that that's a longer story. But um, <laughs> how's that fit? <laughs> because that because there were projects to manage, and I think when there were big office moves to take place, there was nobody in place to manage those. So we took okay. that on, and effectively we became owners of that. And we also uh, find time to deliver training on project management and change management. So busy, busy bunch of uh, sort of varied individuals, and, and we work quite well. But when something like this is new, this is you know this is new. It will be new technology. It will be new processes. It will be new ideology. We don't have a huge base to push from, so that will be our biggest challenge. Whether we can quickly make enough quick wins to be able to convince the organisation, get certainly get the momentum, but also yeah. can we convince the organisation to provide to focus some resources for a short period of time on that one to to further embed. Evidence in the things you implicitly know and making them explicit and undeniable. This, for David, is where the value of data comes into its own, turning guesswork into fact so decisions the Isle of Wight makes and the services they provide lead to better outcomes for its citizens. But solving a challenge like getting more value from data is not easy, and this is why the Isle of Wight took the sensible decision of using a data maturity assessment to detail their current position because by knowing what their starting point is, they can better plot the way to clearing the hurdles to better data management. Thanks for listening, and until next time, take care of yourselves.